Welcome to the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 10. In this episode, I will discuss the Week 7 results, the waiver wire pickups, and a look ahead to Week 8. This Kick-Ass episode starts in... in the books another week in the books should i i should say week six uh week well week seven I, i've forgotten what week we're on week seven we're at the halfway point uh officially we've uh, played the first seven games this year we do have 14 game regular season so we have seven more regular season weeks to go before we hit the playoffs um last week was kind of nuts uh, a lot of people were calling it the bipocalypse with the six teams on by, um, but that's finally behind us now. We've got uh, we had some lower scores this week. I don't think anyone scored over two hundred points. No, no, they didn't. The highest was like one seventy, one seventy one, something like that. We'll we'll cover all that when we do the recaps. But uh, we had some close games. We had a couple of blowouts, but uh, kind of an average week. With uh, I mean, considering all the buys that we had. Uh, in the actual NFL, we had uh, you know the Patriots whooped up on the Jets, the Bengals whooped up on the Ravens. Who saw that coming? And then, of course, uh, Alvin Kamara putting together a Monday night miracle for old John T. We'll we'll get to that too. But uh, uh, let's let's go over the uh, kick-ass players of the week. These are the top three in each position, scoring-wise. Uh, let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, Joe Burrow was the leader for the quarterbacks, 30.8 points. He was a free agent. I think he's since been picked up, but we'll uh, cover that in the waivers. But free agent Joe Burrow, 30.8. Uh, Bills, Matthew Stafford was the number two quarterback, 30.5. And then another free agent quarterback, Tua, 29.45, uh, was the third scoring, highest scoring QB of the week. Uh, and this is just in our league and our scoring. I just I look it up through through ESPN. Uh, running backs, uh, my uh, my my RB DeAndre Swift twenty eight point four was the uh, top scoring running back. Saints Damian Harris twenty five point three. Uh, Lions uh, D Ernest Johnson twenty four point eight was the third highest scoring RB of the week. So the big money paid off um, last week for the free agent. Uh, pickup of Dearness Johnson. Wide receivers, number one. This guy's on the list every week. Bills, Cooper Cup, 37.6. This guy's uh, just dominating the league right now. Uh, Packers, Jamar Chase, another guy that seems like he's on the list a lot. 
34.1. Uh, Falcons' Mike Evans was the third highest scoring wideout, 31.6. So Mike Evans finally gets gets a, a solid game in there. And then tight ends, uh, free agent C.J. Uzuma, 24.1 points. Uh, the Bills' Kyle Pitts, 23.3. He's starting to come on. And the Bears' uh, Mike Gusecki, 21.5. Those are the top three tight end scoring in our league. Um, let's take a look at the standings now since we're at the halfway point. Just kind of see where everybody's at. So let me pull up the old standings here. All right, so let's see. So we've got three, five, and two teams. Um, I'd, if Well, yeah, if, if the playoffs were to start today, uh, Brent would have the one seed. He's got the most points. Uh, with 1,214. Uh, and then Matt would be the two seed. And John's Bears would be the three seed. So that's where those, those would be your, your top three seeds. Uh, then we have um, the, the four and five. We have two four and three teams. So myself and Josh Davis. Uh, I would be the four seed. Josh would be the five just based on points. Um, so those would be the playoff teams right now. Uh, then we have uh, two, three, and four teams. We got Atlanta, uh, Jared's Falcons, three and four. We got the Saints, three and four. And then we have three, two, and five teams. We have the Cleveland Browns, uh, Blake's Browns at two and five. We have Michael's Raiders at two and five, and Eagles, uh, Robert Robert's Eagles at two and five. So. Right now we've got three teams there uh, kind of vying for the old toilet bowl. So uh, those guys want to keep winning. Those guys want to keep pushing along and trying to get um, get as many wins as they can possibly get. So um, with that said, let's just transition right into the recaps. Let me pull up week seven. And we're going to start here. Let's start at the bottom of the list and just work our way up. All right, so the first matchup. On here we have the two and four Cleveland Browns, uh, which we know they're they're two and five now. So I guess we kind of gave them away. Uh, Eagles were one and uh, one and five going into this one. Uh, let's take a look at the Eagles. You had Derek Carr twenty two point twenty five. Uh, running backs uh, Melvin Ingram five point seven. Uh, he started Kyle Uzcheck zero points. Uh, wide receivers, A.J. Brown, 27.3. Marquez Callaway, 6.2. Brandon Cook, 7.1. D.K. Metcalf, 17.6. Robert Woods, 15. Uh, his his uh, tight ends, Dallas Goddard, 12. Tampa's defense, 25. Really uh, kept a minute. And Harrison Butker, 4 points altogether. He finished the game with 142.15. Uh, he did have Michael Pittman Jr. score 20.5 on the bench. Uh, let's look at the Browns. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 27.4. Jonathan Taylor, 18. Josh Jacobs, 15.8. Daryl Henderson Jr., 9.4. Those are his running backs. Uh, wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, 12.7. T. Higgins, 13.2. A.J. Green, 9.6. Randall Cobb, 5.2. Uh, tight ends, Noah Fant, 8.9. Cleveland's defense, 10 points. And Daniel Carlson, 7. 
Uh, he had uh, James Conner on his bench, 12.4 points. Uh, altogether, he scores 137.2, not enough. Eagles get the win, 142.15 to the Browns, 137.2. Uh, so let's go to the next matchup, which w- would be the 5-1 and one Packers and the 3-3 three and three Detroit Lions. Let's start with the Lions. Patrick Mahomes, not a, not a very good game. He's kind of not really had all that great of a season. I don't know. Chiefs look like crap the last week. 9.8 points, all he could get him in this one. Chase Edmonds, uh, his running backs, 10.0 points. Um, Darius Johnson, 24.8. Uh, those were his two running backs. Wide receivers, Devontae Adams, 19.6. Uh, De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 18.3. Tyler Lockett, 3.2. Jacoby Myers, 9.4. Uh, Jalen Waddle, 15.3. His tight end is Tyler Higby, 9.6. New Orleans defense, 14. Uh, J- Justin Tucker, 6. Let's see what he left on his bench. Uh, looks like uh, J- Javante Williams on his bench, uh, 17.2. Um, and that's, about, that's about it. Total of 140.0. Uh, over on the Packers side, Matt Ryan, 20.8. Uh, Joe Mixon, 11.9. Devontae Booker, 14.6. J.D. McKissick, 9.6. Uh, D.J. Moore, 13.3. Jamar Chase, uh, another uh, outstanding game. Eight catches, 201, a touchdown, 34.1. Um, Tyler Johnson, uh, thir- 3.6. Uh, Rondell Moore, 3.7. Hunter Henry, tight end, 10.3. Rams defense, five points. Mason Crosby, six. Uh, he didn't have anything on his bench. All of his guys on his bench were either on bye week or they didn't play. <laughs> All zeros listed there. So 132.9 uh, was his final score. So, so the Detroit Lions kind of edged it out 140.0 uh, to 132.9 to uh, drop the Packers to 5-2 and two and improve the Lions to 4-3. and three. Uh, We have the Falcons at 2-4 and four and the Raiders at 2-4. and four. Uh, matching up in this one, let's take a look at the Raiders. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 25.65. Running backs, Miles Gaskin, 17.7. Uh, Devonta Freeman, 12.9. Uh, those were his two running backs. Uh, wide receivers, he started uh, Amon Ross St. Brown uh, from the Detroit Lions to get him a zero. Uh, Cortland Sutton, 11.8. Devonta Smith, 11.1. Uh, Darius Slayton, uh, 11.3. Calvin Ridley, 12.6. Tight end was O.J. Howard, 1.9. New England's defense, 17. And Nick Volk, 12. Um, not really anything on his bench. Total score on this one, 133.95. Uh, let's go to the Falcons. Kyler Murray, 24.05. Uh, running backs, Chubba Hubbard, 9.6. Kenny Gainwell, 14.1. Uh, wide receivers, Tyler Boyd, 7.9. Mike Evans, 31.6. Tim Patrick, 3.6. Uh, Christian Kirk, 15. Tight end, uh, Mark Andrews, 7.8. And TJ Hawkinson, so had two tight ends. TJ Hawkinson scored 10.8. San Francisco's defense, 5. And Graham Gano, 15. So pretty good points from the kicker the spot there. Uh, he did have Brandon Bolden on his bench, scored 19.9. Altogether, he did put put together 144.45 and gets the win, edges out uh, 
Michael's Raiders 144.45 to 133.95. Raiders dropped to 2 and 5 on the season and the Falcons improved to 3 and 4. Uh, we'll go to the next matchup. We got the Bills at uh, 4 and 2 and the Saints at 3 and 3. Uh, let's take a look at this Bills team. This Bills team starting to scare me, man. Every time I look at these guys and these points that these guys are putting up, I don't know if they can sustain it or not, but if they can, uh, Brent might just end up with his third title. I don't know. Matt Stafford is his QB, 30.5. Derrick Henry is his running back, 16.45. Leonard Fournette, 17. Um, wide receivers, Jarvis Landry, 8.7. Cooper Cup, 37.6. Uh, Julio Jones, 5.8. Zach Pascal, 4.4. Henry Rugg, 7.1. Kyle Pitts, 23.3. Arizona's defense, 20 points. So, I mean, that really gave him a huge chunk of points there. Ryan Suck up eight points. Uh, on his bench, uh, all buys. He had Najee Harris, Justin Jefferson, uh, Singletary, Pittsburgh's defense, Cole Beasley, and Dawson Knox all on his bench, all on bye week. So he started everybody he could, and he ends up scoring the most points of the week, 178.85 Again, thanks in part to that Arizona defense. Gave him 20 points. Um, you know, I mean, really, if you think about it, only like three guys carried him in this one. You know, it's Stafford. Derrick Henry was was okay. Didn't didn't blow up or anything. Uh, but Cooper Cup and then Kyle Pitts and the Arizona defense. So it's like those like three four uh, were really really good for him. So, um, look at the Saints side. Jalen Hurts twenty five point nine. Your running backs, Aaron Jones, 8.9. Tony Gibson, 7.6. Miles Sanders, 3.7. Miles Sanders did get hurt in the game. Uh, wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, 4.4. Uh, 4. Corey Davis, 14.7. Uh, Marquise Brown, 19. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, 1.9. Uh, don't know what happened to this guy. You know, I, I drafted him. I thought he was going to be... Uh, pretty highly touted this coming into this season. I mean, he had a really good rookie year when Debo was hurt. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if he's he's in the doghouse or something, but uh, just hasn't snapped out of it yet. So uh, his tight end, Zach Ertz, uh, 16. Uh, I think that was the first game he played with the Arizona Cardinals uh, last week, 16 points. Denver's defense gave him seven. Matt Gay, nine he did have Damian Harris left on his bench, 25.3, and Kenyon Drake at 16.9. But even if he'd played them both, I don't think it would have been enough. Uh, Jason only managed 118.1, so he drops this one, 178.85 to 118.1. Saints fall to 3-4. and four. Looks like it's their third consecutive loss. And the Bills, with their fourth straight win, now go to 5-2. and two. And again, that bill seems looking scary. And then we go to my game, uh, uh, four and four and two coming into this one uh, against John's Bears, four and two. Uh, I, I figured this was going to be a tough game, but I was hoping I could pull it out. Uh, let's start with my team: Tom Brady, twenty-six point fifty-five; uh, Cordero Patterson, fourteen point one; Daryl Williams, eight points; uh, DeAndre Swift, twenty-eight point four; wide receivers: uh, Terry McLaurin, twenty-five point two. Darnell Mooney, 5.9. Rashad Bateman, 11. Dante Pettis, a last-minute pickup because um, Antonio Brown was out with that ankle injury. Ends up uh, having a pretty good game, 15.7 points. 
Uh, five catches, 39 yards, a touchdown. Uh, I'll take that. Kelsey, uh, kind of a down game, doesn't get in the end zone, 13.5. Carolina's defense is kind of falling apart, two points. Um, Matt Prater, seven. Um, I mean, I had a few guys on the bench. Khalil Herbert, uh, 18.3. Uh, didn't really didn't really think he would do much against Tampa. It's kind of a shock. He had 100 yards. Uh, Elijah Mitchell had a pretty good game, 16.7. Uh, you know, if I had started either one of those guys, well, no. Honestly, I don't think if I'd have started. Yeah, actually, if I started Khalil Herbert over Daryl Williams, it would have been another 10 points. It would have definitely helped me out. I ended up with 157.35. Um, and going into the Monday night game, I had a, about a 24 and a half point lead and, and John just had Alvin Kamara and we all know how that played out. Let's start off with his quarterback, Sam Darnold, 3.55, kind of a shell of his former self. His first three weeks, he looked really good. Um, hasn't, hasn't been able to regain that magic. His running backs, of course, Alvin Kamara, 33.9 points. I needed him to score under 25. Didn't happen. Of course, they just kept peppering him with those passes. 10 catches, like 128 yards. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> Michael Carter's his other runner, uh, 16.4. His wide receivers, uh, McCole Hardman, 4.8. Godwin, 25.1. Debo Samuels, 20, 21. Uh, Jamison Crowder, 7.4. Hunter Renfro, 12.8. His tight end is Mike Gusecki, 21.5. Green Bay's defense, uh, I think, really uh, solidified this win considering that uh, Sam Darnold had such a poor game. He had Green Bay's defense get him 16 points. And then Zane Gonzalez, his kicker, 4. Uh, he did have uh, that Khalif Raymond on his bench, 17.6 points. But... Uh, he didn't need it. One sixty-six point forty-five to one fifty-seven point thirty-five. So he he does get the win. But yeah, if I had if I had started Khalil Herbert uh, over Daryl Williams, which you know, in hindsight, you know, I, uh, Williams is on the better better offense and had a better matchup, but it just didn't work out. Uh, Bears improved to five and two. I dropped to four and three, and uh, yeah. So there we go. That's the week. Seven uh, recaps. So halfway point in the season, it's uh, it's kind of gone pretty quick, which I know I've said that probably a hundred times. How fast the season goes by, but they all go by fast. Before you know it, we'll be in the we play in the title game, and we'll be wishing that uh, the draft is the following week. But um, all right, so let's uh, transition into the waiver wire pickups. Okay, so let's let me pull up the waiver um, waiver report here, and let's take a look at who picked up who this morning. This would have been uh, Thursday, early Thursday morning, um, that these would have gone in. So, looks like uh, the Chicago Bears added Robert Tunyon uh, for fifteen dollars. He dropped Zane Gonzalez as kicker. Uh, Detroit added added Alan Lazard for ten. Dropped. Uh, David Johnson, I guess. Uh, maybe he didn't get the memo that Alan Lazard was also on the COVID list. Um, Raiders added the Bengals defense for seven bucks. I I also tried to pick up the Bengals defense. Got a really good matchup this week, but I didn't. I don't have any money to put on them. Not that I would have anyway. I typically don't like to put money on defenses, but 
Uh, Falcons uh, picked up Devontae Parker for five, dropped Tim Patrick. Cleveland uh, added Greg Zerline, uh, dropped Daniel Carlson. Uh, Cleveland also picked up T.Y. Hilton and dropped the Browns defense. Um, Eagles added Joe Burrow, and the Bears added Naheem Hines and dropped Sam Darnold. So those are really the only pickups. Um, I think after the fact, after those all ran, uh, there was a couple extra other ones. Uh, the Raiders picked up uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I did drop the Panthers defense and picked up the Seahawks for this week. Um, the Bears added the Falcons defense, dropped the Packers. Um, Detroit added kicker Greg Joseph and dropped Tyler Higby. He also added Equinemius St. Brown, probably one of the few Green Bay receivers that's uh, going to be able to play tonight, and dropped Chris Moore. So those were all the pickups. There were no trades this week. Uh, there was a trade... There was a trade last week that uh, really didn't touch base on too much. I think it was because I got behind and had I just tried to do a really quick podcast. But um, there was a trade, uh, and I just I feel like we should kind of touch base on it a little bit, even though it's kind of old news right now. Um, and this was involving the Falcons and the Eagles. Uh, the it looks like uh, Jared sent uh, Roberts Eagles, uh, Zach Moss, Michael Pittman Jr., DK Metcalf, and Robert Tanyan for Dalvin Cook and Mark Andrews. Now, at face value, it sounds like a ridiculous trade, and I I probably would have never done it myself, but uh, I do understand. You know, after talking to Robert, I do understand why he did it. Um, but you know, I just out of crazy thought, a lot, a lot of the guys use the, uh, CBS, um, trade value chart, which again, the trade value chart is, it, it's not an etched in stone, uh, value. In other words, you know, just because the chart may say, um, Dalvin Cook's worth a, a 41, doesn't mean that me as a fantasy player can say that he's worth a 41 because if, if I feel like he's injury prone or if he's currently hurt, um, I may think that he's only worth maybe a 35 right now, you know, um, and that's fine. I mean, as a person trying to trade for him, you're obviously going to want him to be a lower value. And as a person that actually has him, you're going to want him to be a higher value. So, I mean, that's just kind of how it works. So, but just to show how fluid fantasy football is, and even amongst the professionals, you know, let's the, the quote on the professional experts here. So, what I did was I looked at the CBS uh, trade chart. And yeah, it's it's if you if you go by that, it's completely lopsided. So it had Dalvin Cook as a forty-one. It had Mark Andrews as an eighteen. So that gives a total score as a fifty-nine. Uh, if you go by those two scores, and again, these these scores were I wrote these down literally right after the trade went through. So this isn't 
weeks later because most of those trade value charts change week to week and it's what they're, they're supposed to be considered rest of season values so so these these values i wrote down were literally days after the trade went through so they're probably different now if you look on there now um, but at the time it, that the two players delvin cook mark andrews were a 59 um so now on the other end of it, Zach Moss was an 11. Michael Pittman was an 8. DK Metcalf was a 20. And Robert Tanyan wasn't even on the list because he was, he'd probably been dropped already. Um, a free agent player or whatever. A lot of times I'll look at the last player listed, and I don't remember who it was, and I'll try to assign a value under that pro player um, where I think he might fit. So in this instance, I gave Robert Tunyon a three. Uh, I mean, you could give him a zero if you say, okay, he's not on the list. He's a zero. But I mean, how, you know, a player has to have some kind of value, right? Uh, even if it's a one, but uh, so, okay. Even if we give him a three, that means my totals were 11, eight, 20, and three. That gives that total of 42. So that's a trade value of a 59 versus a 42. So when you're looking at the value that was given, Jared got a huge, huge discrepancy there. But then I thought, I, I came across an, another trade value chart, and it was on Fantasy Pros, and this is supposed to be, um, you know, all the experts uh, are kind of in there. I mean, if you if you look, there's, there's, me, there's many, many, many experts, I don't know, 20 plus something. Um, so I used their fantasy uh, uh, trade value chart, and I did the exact same thing, and just to see what the difference would be. And again, I did these on the same day, so it's not like one value changed from the other. So, so on the fantasy pros uh, trade value chart, Dalvin Cook was only a thirty-three. So, and these are all PPR scores. So on CBS he was a forty-one, but on fantasy pros they gave him a thirty-three. So that's that's quite a significant drop. Uh, Mark Andrews was a 23. So on CBS, he was an 18. But on Fantasy Pros, he was a little bit higher than that. He was a 23. So the two players there added together gives you a 56. So that's still pretty close. I mean, 59 at CBS, a 56 on Fantasy Pros. But now let's look at the players that Robert got. So Zach Moss was listed as, on Fantasy Pros, a 13. Over on CBS, he was an 11. Michael Pittman Jr. They have they have him as they had him as a 15 score. Over on CBS, he was an eight. DK Metcalf was a 25. Uh, over on uh, CBS, he was a 20. Um, and then Tanyan again wasn't wasn't listed. So just to be fair, I gave him the same score that I gave him on CBS. So I gave him a three. So now when you add these all up, 13, 15, 25, and a 3, you get, let me check my math, make sure I didn't do it wrong, 25, 15 is 40, plus a 13 is 53, plus the 3 for Tanyan is a 56. Now how crazy is that? So when you look at Fantasy Pros, the two values are a perfect match, a 56. So, so which one's right? And again, that's what, that's what the crazy part of fantasy football is. It's about, 
you know, each person has their own kind of value system, you know, in their own mind. Yeah, we use those uh, value trade charts as a baseline. You know, I, I look at them all the time as a baseline, you know, just to get an idea what a player might be worth. But I'll change. I change the values. I do it all the time. I mean, if I think a guy is playing better than than what he, you know, maybe has in the past or his name, you know, if he's got a name recognition, is he getting points based on his name? and not by his production, you know, Julio Jones comes to mind. I mean, I think Julio Jones is a name, but he hasn't done a lot for the last couple of years. And, you know, I don't know that his value should be all that high. I don't know what his score is right off the top of my head, but, you know, you just wonder if some of these sites, some of these experts might issue points um, just based on that. So, again, you know, if I had the trade, you know, sent to me, you know, would I trade Dalvin Cook and Mark Andrews for those those four players? Uh, probably not, unless I absolutely thought that uh, it was going to make a difference in, you know, I, I think the only way I would have made a trade like that is if I had so many holes in my roster, you know, whether it be from injury or or bye weeks or something, and I absolutely needed. I'm one in five or something. And I needed a win, and again, I know why he did it. Yet yeah, he he lost Dalvin Cook for a few weeks, but I mean Dalvin's been coming back. Dalvin played the week before this trade, I, I believe, and and then he got. I think he got hurt in the game that he played that following week, and then he he missed some time and a game or something. And then he was back. So and then the other bye week. So you know. It is what it is. I mean, I've seen worse trades. Um, so, but I thought that was kind of neat to just to share that, um, you know, those points, those, those fantasy trade value charts, they do, they're not etched in those, those values aren't etched in stone. That's for, that's for sure. So, all right, let's uh, switch the gears up here and let's get to the week eight. We're on to week eight. Week 8 matchups. Let's take a look at those. All right, so we're going to start with the first game on the list here in the app. I'm looking at my Dallas Cowboys at 4-3, and three, the Packers at 5-2. and two. Um, Let's look at the Packers. J J Justin Herbert is his quarterback. His running backs, Joe Mixon, uh, Devontae Booker, Austin Eckler. Wide receivers, uh, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, Mike Williams, uh, Marvin Jones Jr., his tight end is Rob Gronkowski, Rams defense, and Mason Crosby is his kicker. Uh, over on my side, I've got uh, old Tom Brady, the old vet. Uh, my QB, DeAndre Swift, Cordero Patterson, Daryl Williams are my running backs. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, uh, Darnell Mooney, because it looks like Antonio Brown's going to be out again. Uh, Adam Thielen uh, is my... Uh, last wide receiver, Travis Kelsey is my tight end. Seattle's defense this week, and Arizona kicker, Matt Prater. So, yeah, Rashad Bateman's on a bye, so that uh, I would probably throw him in over Mooney because just uh, that Bears offense just does not look good right now. Uh, let's take a look at the projections for this one. It does have... Uh, my Dallas Cowboys squeaking it out 163.3 to 160.3. Let's hope that uh, 
comes to fruition. I could use a big win here. Uh, let's go to the next game, Detroit Lions. Uh, four and three uh, Browns are two and five. Let's take a look at the Browns lineup. We have Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. Uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. are his running backs. C.D. Uh, Lamb, Tyreek Hill, T. Higgins, A.J. Green, and Randall Cobb are his wide receivers. Uh, Jared Cook is his tight end. Buffalo's defense and Greg Zerline is the kicker. Uh, for Detroit, we have uh, Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Chase Edmonds, Javante Williams are his uh, two running backs. Uh, Equinemia St. Brown uh, is uh, one of his wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, Jacoby Myers, Jalen Waddle. Uh, are, that's his last wideout. Dalton Schultz is his tight end. He don't have a defense in there yet, but it's yeah, he's got the Saints on his bench, so the Saints will be in there. And uh, Greg Joseph, is that who that is? Yep, Greg Joseph, the kicker, um, uh, in the kicker spot. Let's take. Oh yeah, no Devon. He couldn't play Devonte Adams this week because uh, he's on the the COVID list. Um, Galladay might still be hurt. He did pick up Lazard, but again, he couldn't play him. So he had to pick up the he had to pick up the last uh, receiver that was left. Um, let's look at the projections. It looks like uh, it's got the Browns at one fifty six point two to one twenty four point zero, but he don't have his defense in there yet. Let's see what kind of points the defense is scheduled five point seven. So not much. So I mean, basically. Even if you add the five points, it's 129. So, yeah, he's, Detroit's projected to get whooped in this one. Let's see how that, that plays out. Uh, we got the Falcons three and four. We got the Saints. So we got the Twins playing each other this week, uh, three and four and three and four. Uh, let's look at the Saints. He's got Jalen Hurts as his quarterback, uh, running backs, uh, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, uh, Damian Harris, wide receivers, Amari Cooper, uh, Corey Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, Robbie Anderson is tight end as Zach Ertz. Denver's defense and Matt Gay is his kicker. Um, let's take a look at the Falcons. Kyler Murray is his quarterback. Chubba Hubbard is his running back. Dalvin Cook, James Robinson. Uh, running backs, uh, Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, Devontae Parker, Tyler Boyd, TJ Hawkinson is his tight end. San Francisco's defense and Graham Gano is the kicker. Um, for looking at projections, it's got uh, Jason winning this one, 152.6 to 140.3. Moving on on down to the Buffalo Bills with the scariest team in the league right now against the Chicago Bears. Let's take a look at the Bears. Josh Allen is his quarterback. Alvin Kamara, the son of a bitch that whipped me last Monday night. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Alvin. Uh, his running backs, uh, Alvin Kamara, Michael Carter. Wide receivers, Khalif Raymond, Keenan Allen, uh, Chris Godwin, Debo Samuel. His tight end is Robert Tunyon and Mike Gusecki. Atlanta's defense and Tyler Bass is his kicker. Let's look at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Matthew Stafford's his quarterback. Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Najee Harris. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Julio Jones. Uh, 
He's got uh, Cole Beasley. Uh, his tight end is Kyle Pitts. Arizona defense is, uh, is is his defense this week, and Ryan Suckup is the kicker. Uh, looking at the projections, yeah, it's got it's got the Bills projected in the one seventies, one eighties every week, one seventy two point eight to one sixty one. So we'll see how that goes. And then the final game of the week, the two and five Eagles, two and five Raiders. Uh, both these guys desperate for wins. Uh, let's look at Mike. Michael don't have any of his guys in his lineup, so let's try to see if we can piece it together. Uh, Kirk Cousins is probably going to be his quarterback. His running backs will be uh, Miles Gaskins. I'm sure uh, Ezekiel Elliott will be in there. Um, yeah, probably just run those two running backs. Wide receivers, he's got Devonta Smith, Cortland Sutton. Um, let's see who else he could throw in. Calvin Ridley for sure will be in there. Uh, Deontay Johnson probably be in there. And then a lot of it will come down to health, whether uh, Kadarius Toney or Sterling Shepard. Uh, Allen Robinson, he could put him in there as well. Um, his tight end, uh, Darren Waller's on a bye, so let's see. He looks like he doesn't have a tight end on the roster right now, so he he may have to pick somebody up. I mean, if, if he chooses to do so, but, um, yeah. So on the defense, he does have the New England's D New England and Cincinnati defense. So he's probably going to play the Cincinnati Bengals since he did spend, uh, the seven bucks to get them. Nick Folk will be the kicker, uh, projections. Uh, it has a 46.9, but he, he doesn't have half his roster in, uh, Eagles has Joe Burrow as his quarterback, Nick Chubb, Zach Moss, uh, A.J. Brown, Brandon Cooks, Michael Pittman, D.K. Metcalf as his wide receivers. Chase Claypool is in there as well. Dallas Goddard is the tight end. Um, Tampa Bay's defense and Harrison Butker. 149.8 is the total for the Eagles right now. Um, so we'll just keep an eye on that and see how that plays out. So that's that's about it for this week's uh, episode here. That's the wrap of the Week 8 um, matchups. We'll be back here next week going over these week eight results and we'll be one more one more week closer to um, who's going to be in the playoffs. So we're going to start getting it's going to start getting good now in the next couple weeks we'll start doing um, we'll kind of start breaking some of these teams down who I think uh, is contenders, who I think are pretenders uh, who's, who could possibly get in, who might not uh, we'll go over Next week, we'll probably start going over the power rankings. Uh, I'll use that a lot to try to determine who I think the playoff teams will be. So, um, a lot of good stuff coming up. We're heading it, you know, we're going to be heading down the old playoff stretch here shortly. So, it's going to be here before we know it. So, that's all I got for you guys. I hope everybody gets a win except for Matt. Sorry, Matt. I'm going to have to take you down this week. So, that's all I got. Commission out.